0: What's going on, good people? Ho! Oh, happy new year to y'all. Happy 2021. Oh, welcome back. Welcome to the Q-Zone Reality Podcast. It's your boy, the host, Kwa Wayne, Q-Weezy, Kwa Weezy, Q! If you don't know, you already know. And now you know Call me what you want Just don't call me late for breakfast Oh Or dinner for that matter But man I appreciate y'all for tuning in I really do Welcome back to the Q Zone for Reality If you're new to the podcast I appreciate you You know what I'm saying Tune in Uh, We try to do this uh, as frequently as possible As time allows Um, But sometimes You know Time kind of gets behind and I can't do it as, as frequent as, uh, as I want to. So, I'm trying to make the most of it. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> you know, it's not even about like waking up or anything. I'm just happy to be here, man. Um, you know, I'm blessed in a situation um, of of living positively. Um, I like that realm of living positively and just having a positive outlook on things. I think that really just changes their, your perspective on how you go about your day-to-day activities and how you encounter people um, and how your interactions and engagements are. I feel like that really plays a big part, you know, in and, and just your, your social life. If there's something that's troubling you or if you feel like you're attitudinal all the time or if you feel like man why am I so angry or is there something that's you know I don't know triggering me you know, try to find out what it is it's important to try to find out what it is it's important to try to lift your light you know come come from up under that rock man it's, it's real dark down there and it's cold right we, we all can't live like Like Patrick, the starfish from Spongebob, Squarepants. You know, this dude is funny, crazy, and everything else. He live under a rock, and he, he do well. But we all can't, as humans, let me just tell you, it's a different, it's a different arena. We definitely cannot live progressively like that, or positively nature, for that matter. So just try it. Man, twenty twenty one. Oh, big things. The secret's out. As y'all see from the title, <laughs> I am well, me and my wife are expecting a child. Now now before, you know, you you, you rush to conclusions. Now I know the pandemic happened and coincidentally, uh, we did get pregnant. But see, I had made a goal for myself five years ago that I would have a child by the age of 30. And so I'm 30. I'll be 31 this year in 2021. So I was already planning on doing this. But of course, the pandemic had to show its ugly face. And now, now we've been having a baby boom of unexpected and expected pregnancies, which have been beautiful. Um, you know, I, I am just in love with um, the amount of babies that are being created, you know, and and the parents that I see. I, I can't speak to every parent, but the ones that I see on my social medias are just, you know, family and stuff that I know. I'm, I'm seeing the parenting. On an incline, and, and let me say, cause I don't care what nobody says, this is my opinion. I've seen some, some parenting that's just not been the best. It's not been the best, and so you know, shout out to y'all making the making the best out of you for you and you know your children or child. And congratulations to those who are expecting, whether it's your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh. Congratulations again. Um, Now, I won't speak on the gender. I know the gender, but my wife doesn't know the gender. She doesn't want to know until um, delivery because this is her second. Um, She has one naturally before I, but this will be my first uh, biological child so i'm pretty excited and and i i do know what the gender is but i can't reveal it i'm sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) but uh but that you know getting into man just i'm excited i'm really excited um to experience fatherhood i've been a i've been an uncle you know or a big brother mentor advisor you know just I've been that for so long I've had to practice Um, I'm really good with kids I love kids if anybody anybody will tell you I mean the patience that you have to have for kids is it's significant for them and their energy and their learning you know Um, and there comes a point obviously when they get older and older where you have to be a little bit more stern but you know when they're younger when they're uh, toddlers to you know, three to eight years old, 10 years old, I mean, they're just so impressionable. And they need love and they need patience. And I always say this because, you know, uh, at my job, I you know some, a lot of times I have to deal with kids and I see kids a lot. Um, and you just give them the time of day. You give them their time and their moment to talk. I mean, they'll talk your ear off. But... At home, they might not be able to talk as much. At home, they might be told to be quiet or go play or, you know, just do something that kid's supposed to do where you can still make it a kid-friendly engagement and let them talk and allow them to talk and and really, you know, positively engage with them. This is important. Uh, That's important for them. They see that. That's what they can do. And you help them too. You correct them. Whether it's language, pronunciation You know, you correct them And then they start to Obviously manifest And now they're blooming A couple of years down the line You don't need any recognition I don't need recognition for being me Right? If, if a child grows up and they say Man, I remember, you know, Mr. Q Man, he was awesome He was always you know, playing with us and talking to us and, and just really nice to us, man. I'll be grateful. I'll be humbled by that. But I don't. I don't need it, cause that's just what I do naturally. I do that for anybody's child, any family's, um, member's child, or just you know, any child in general. It's just. It's just the way it is. I'm a people's person. Um, but you know, kids are kids are little spirits and they're delicate, so you got to be careful. No, I don't know what fatherhood is like, obviously I mean, I, I got a glimpse of, you know um, You know, obviously having my uh, my son I got a glimpse of, you know, what being a father is But I, I haven't been able to see the process of A newborn infant Grow first walks, you know First crawl, first words I haven't seen that So this is this is monumental for me in my life you know and um i would i I would be remiss if i say that i was taught how to do these things or i was taught how to be a great father or all this other stuff because in reality i wasn't i I really wasn't taught um it's unfortunate because a lot of not a lot i'll just say the um the, like the men I grew up with in my household, um, whether it's my father or whether it was a stepfather, weren't good. They weren't, you know, uh, motivating. It just. I, I, let me separate the two. Let me explain. Let me go deep. Stepfather. No, how do do I want to explain this? I would say I learned what not to be like. Right? It's important. That was that was not a positive role model or father figure. Right? As far as uh, you know, being abusive, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, to my mom. Um. I, but in the same respect that as I grew older to see and learn that's something that he experienced so he didn't know there's nothing else doesn't excuse anything right we can forgive but not forget right but people don't know and in the black culture the black community black men back in the olden days weren't really taught mixing and mission stepfather with um, with my dad my biological dad never seen anything like abuse or anything like that towards women or my mom they have a really great relationship but my dad came from the rural south and from Louisiana, grew up with sixteen brothers and sisters. Um, Fifteen are still alive uh, now. But he grew up with his, you know, my grandma. She died in two thousand eight. I uh, got rest her soul. But he grew up with, you know, his mom. I've never heard a single thing about a father. I don't think he knew his father. I don't think he had a stepfather. Maybe he did. Obviously, somebody was creating these babies, but he wasn't taught. How can you, I mean, and there's no shade, you have 15, 16 kids. How can you teach every child how to be a good parent, right? But if there's, obviously, there was a man around that created the babies, but that doesn't mean that he was around right to provide emotional support I don't know honestly don't know that story but I I only you know assume that because of how my dad is you know in a moment in an instant moment when we're together we're great we can talk it's like you know you freeze time and we get together and boom we go I've said this before and we we, we just go as if nothing ever happened we laugh up a storm and everything like that but then once we stop that moment of interaction and we go about our separate ways and separate lives there's there's just distance and time there's no more conversation there's no more interaction and you know what that is is that that's just somebody who doesn't know how to be a father they weren't taught how to be a father and sometimes people are very prideful not prideless prideful and knowing what they're doing and that it's not necessarily the best decision but because they're so deep in it that they're going to continue to be that the way that they are. So with the distance and everything like that, my dad knows that we haven't talked. But we won't reach out to me. But we will possibly talk to my siblings or other siblings. But it's a small a lot of my siblings uh, have experienced the same thing that I that I experienced. Right? It's just it's just what it is. Like me and my siblings now, through social media, keep in contact with each other. I have one, two, three, four. about four or five siblings that stay in Louisiana, um, and I got some siblings all over California. Um, but yeah. You know, and that's how and that's how we communicate. But all my siblings have the same, we have the same idea about my dad. Even the ones that's close to him. I, I, there's obviously there's a conversation that needs to be had, and it will be at one point in time. I'm not afraid of a conversation, right? I've reached out, you know before in the past and like not gotten responses and just you know it just becomes normal to just you know whatever and forget about it you know but when that conversation happens there's gonna be some tough questions because me as a grown up and as a grown man I, I I need questions answered right I mean we felt some way I got married back in 2018 you know my My um, oh, he, my dad, he he texted me, you know, maybe a couple days or a week before the wedding, and told me he wasn't uh, gonna be able to make it. You know, now mind you, he hadn't met my wife yet, right? I went over uh, for a um, Father's Day, and we were trying to set up something, but he went out of the country, and then it, it was just distance again. Unfortunately, I'm not going to chase. I'm not going to continuously chase to, you know, get what I'm trying to get. Like, you can't force it. You just can't force what you want on somebody or what you want from somebody. And so a person has to be ready. So in that situation... I just said whatever. Appreciate it, and we go. To, we go. We went on about our lives. That's I can't. I can't speak anymore to that because that's just what it was. But you know, me and me and a, a, a sibling, my my brother, were talking about it, and and we we know there's some issues. It's unfortunate that families back in the '60s, '70s. You know, and in the '80s, that's it. Really, the decline were fatherless black families specifically. The mentality that the black man had to leave the house. Right? We know the we know the idea of the social welfare programs and how the social welfare programs were only approved and qualified for um, women and children. Right cannot be considered as a qualified person if there was a man in your life. They only accepted women and children. Even men with their children, with no mother, had a hard time getting any type of assistance from the government. So, I mean, but all that to say is, in that time, as we grew, or not as me, because I wasn't alive <laughs> at the time, as, as my, you know, like, my dad grew up, he grew up fatherless, he grew up without a mentor, he grew up without a guide, right, fit it for himself for a, a little bit, and then as he grew up and, and grew older, even though he was having all these kids, he didn't really know how to be a father. I don't know if that's changed. I wouldn't say it has. As you grow older, you grow weary. You don't necessarily grow wiser. But, you know, I can't be that way. But also, I will say that in relation to how I am now as a person and what I've grown into has been very close to me and what I've experienced growing up with my father. And that's why I take my time. It's important to take my time. It's important to give kids love, even if they're not mine, Because another parent might not know how, might not want to. So here I am, giving the love. (laughs) I don't know how to better... That situation, but for me, I have to it's it's more than just like providing financial and blah blah blah. This all that, you know, you gotta be a mental, a mental motivator, you know, for a child. And just just thinking about that a a child of mine is really gonna be born into this world in a couple of months just I mean it wows my mind it really does I'm so excited I don't even know how to be so excited honestly I I didn't think it was real until like probably the first doctor's appointment which was like two months and I had to see some some pictures and you know I was like hold on let me make sure then I had to see the baby growing in the belly, and I was like, "Hold on, I gotta see that to make it even more real." <laughs> I was doing the fool. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this ain't real. Heck, no." But it sure is. And uh, you know, it's funny because when I get I get home and I get to, you know, not yelling. People say it's not yelling. I just get to like talking loud and, and like in a good in a good manner um the baby starts you know moving around and kicking late night and my wife is always like oh can you stop can you stop you know this baby know know your voice i'm like yeah my baby know when daddy home that dirty baby but i'm excited man and uh i just put it to anybody that's um plan on having children are expecting or already have children put your best effort forward it's not about material things and gifts and oh I have to have the best first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth birthday for my child because I never had it's not about that teach your child to be simple to love the little things the simple things just teach your child or children to be grateful. I seen this one video on on social media where for Christmas the the parents got got the little girl uh, a banana for Christmas, and she opened it up, and oh my God, the I'm just talking about the raw emotion on this little girl. A banana. Oh I love bananas She was so happy The mom didn't know The dad didn't know the, 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 What reaction this little girl would You know what I'm saying Would give And it was so adorable That's what you want You don't want your ch- your, your child Or your kids to be telling you What they don't like If they've never experienced it let them be grateful teach them to be grateful but in turn you have to be grateful you have to be grateful for the simple things it's important my relationship with my dad has affected my life so much it too has taught me how not to be I gotta be better I have to be better I will be better I'm already better and it's no shade it's no shade but I see I see the deficiencies I see the lacking and I cannot give that energy my child gotta love on that child gotta love on that child make that baby smile every day but you gotta smile yourself love on yourself and in turn you will love on that child Well, good people. That's a little snippet for me today. Um, I just wanted to, you know, formally put out there and announce that, you know, that we were expecting. We're expecting in a couple of months, March 2021. Um, super excited. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you aren't already, go ahead and subscribe to the Q-Zone for Reality Podcast on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcast. If you want to find me on my socials, I'm on Instagram, Mr. Underscore D-E-F-I-L-S. Twitter, same name. Not really on there, though. That's really where uh, I'm at. I'm really on Instagram. <laughs> so find me on there. right subscribe to the podcast comment let me know how you're feeling you know dm me if if it's a private or you know give me advice if you need advice you want to hear you want to hear just reach out again i appreciate you always for tuning in to the Zone for reality we out of here